0: Welcome to Real Dear Report. It's Monday. I'm Dean Ryan. Joining me today is the wonderful Casey Jones. Casey, welcome. Right. And Mike Barra is on a film assignment in Los Angeles. And we have a lot in the news today. And uh, Casey, we are getting closer and closer to this dreadful day of the election 2020 coming to a, a close here.
1: Yeah, if, if we get there, if it happens, with all these uh, Hunter Biden revelations and things that could be happening. I wonder if we're going to get there. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, Hunter Biden is literally the news these days, but let's get started and let's not waste any further time here. And we have a lot for you today. Uh, There's Mike and myself saying, same ask one more time, please annoy us just a little longer. So today's Monday, October 19th, 2020. And if you don't know, well, last Friday we had a bombshell show. We did a live show, exclusive Chinese whistleblower reveals Hunter Biden sex tapes contain video of Joe Biden sexually abusing multi multiple underage Chinese teens, uh, natural news reports. We have exclusive breaking news that the charges, uh, that the trajectory of the upcoming U.S. election are now all coming to fruition. And you have the Chinese whistleblower coming out uh, that's that, that saying that there's all these CCP secretly recorded tapes of Hunter. Xi Jinping, Joe Biden, financial crimes, how they got the DNC to sign a contract saying they're going to go right along with the CCP and they better because these tapes do exist and you don't want those at your local blockbuster and people renting them. And here we have Health Ranger Mike Adams, one of our cast members on this network, who actually speaks fluent Chinese and says that the English translation of this Chinese video isn't exactly portraying the full details of the Hunter Biden sex tapes that are coming out as explained in Mandarin Chinese. Oh, isn't that interesting? Meaning the the English translation we saw originally in that, that video was not the full translation. He continues, basically saying Hunter Biden sexually abused multiple Chinese children, effectively engaging in repeated rape of underage Chinese teens. And it's all on video. And Trump and Giuliani and others have the video files now. So isn't that something? And then people say, well, who's this Chinese whistleblower? Well, here he is with Rudy. And if you look in this direction here, you'll see a what appears to be somebody in a Steve Bannon mask. We're not even sure who that person is, but it does look like Steve Bannon. And you're saying, "What does Steve Bannon got to do with with it?" Well, Steve Bannon is behind the rollout plan for Hunter Biden email. Says multiple stories, multiple media sources about to hit. And um, Casey, I don't know about you, but Oh by, uh Bannon kind of completely redeemed himself with this Shocktober surprise and how shocking indeed it is.
1: I agree. Um, I actually saw a couple interviews that Bannon did over the weekend. And uh, one of the questions that was asked him quite a few times was, what is the most incriminating thing on that hard drive um, now, since we have a FBI child um, pornography uh, person on the case? Um, and he basically says that Joe Biden is a liar and a fraud and compromised by Chinese cash. And he, in short, is a national security um. You know, national security crisis. Um, The hard drive contains tons of emails and text messages that show all of his involvement within the parties. And just knowing that he's also, you know, possibly involved with this child pornography stuff on there uh, makes it even worse. It's just another layer to the story that we're getting.
0: I agree, uh, Casey. It it appears to me that there's more than just a bunch of unfinished solitaire games on that hard drive. And continuing of the bizarro world we're living in. And here we have now, Casey, you, you sent this to me. Now, initially, like many people, yeah, I see two numbers, and I can almost guarantee that the uh, today's episode is not brought to you by the number 8645, uh, like I originally thought, as a homage to Sesame Street. It's actually a hitch. Well, 86 means kill. 45 is the 45th president. So let me bring you in again now, Casey. Um, I spoke to somebody who's actually met... Uh, Governor, alleged Governor Whitmer of Gov- uh, of Michigan, and they say the, that the woman is literally, you can put a hand in front of her face. She's not all there. She is high on MK Ultra, it appears. Uh, but if I'm wrong, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, is that not a, a signal to 86 somebody?
1: Um, you know what? This is how they do it. These uh, different symbols and stuff. And it, to me, that picture almost looks like it was like a stamp on there. You know, I could do that on Instagram or something and you kind of put it in the background. Um, so, I think that that's definitely a signal to someone. This is the only way they can communicate since now the NSA has all of their information, emails, phones. Um, how, what other way are they going to be able to do it? So, this is a comm, I believe. So, eyes out.
0: Good, good point. Good point, indeed. Uh, here's another thing we have here. And uh, I just want to say this election fraud, I mean, 2020, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's election 2020. I got to remind myself that um, we are seeing some of the most horrendous, horrendous stories. Uh, out there. Now, today, you brought this to my attention. You want to talk about fraud? You want to talk about censorship cover-up of, of the, the Biden revelations that could affect this election? Well, here we go. Here we have Zero Hedge with a article. Does this explain why Facebook was so quick to suppress Hunter Biden revelations? Oh, whatever do they mean? Well, let's get a closer look. Well, it says, at the moment, the New York Post reported on some of the most sleazy corruption details contained in the uh, Hunter Biden's Hard drive, Twitter, and Facebook—the social media giants most closely connected to the way Americans exchange political information. Yada yada. Well, here we have this woman. Well, I don't mean to be presumptuous. Here we have a individual that's part of a collective named Anna Makanaju. <laughs> i <I'm> like
1: that. <laughs>
0: M- Makanaju, yeah. If you, say, you can't say that three times. Uh, she, she is the non resident senior fellow of the Atlantic Council. And that's probably some New World Order function organization. She's the person currently in charge of Facebook's election integrity program. Well, thank the heavens that Anna Makanaju is the head. Of the integrity program, because God knows I have no integrity, and I need Anna to pamper me and then change my diapers after. So here we have it. That name probably doesn't mean a lot to you, but she means a lot to us in a comforting way, especially Joe Biden. Well, basically, uh, Casey, we have Anna Makinaju is giving us our reality for us. Now, isn't that? I mean, we're one step away where people are literally chewing our food and then spitting it into our mouth like a mama bird or like Anna Makinaju.
1: Yeah, I the purge, uh, the purge, <laughs> funny that you can say that. Oh, um, Freudian. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what we're living right now, though, right? This is modern day book burning. They are really trying to feed us, as you would say, exactly what they want us to hear. So this is just another way. And it's funny that we're always seeing these fact checkers are somehow involved with the organizations themselves that are somehow involved with protecting the people that they need to protect.
0: Well, m- m- Mrs. Jew is, you know, she sits at the head of the Atlantic Council a bunch of, you know, scientific eggheads sitting around just, you know, uh, trying to figure out how they're going to keep us extinct or, 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 you know, make meat scarcity even more in the food scarcity and just, you know, try to figure out how they're going to kill, you know, Dean Ryan and Casey Jones all day. Yeah. But when they're not busy doing that, they're trying to, you know, tell us what reality is. And I'll tell you what the reality is, Anna is uh, nobody likes you. I don't respect you. I want you out of my life. The only reason I have Facebook is because I don't want to buy photo albums and print out all my photos. So we don't need you. Anyways, yep. in case she's watching. Just in case. Uh, just in case. So uh, continuing, here we have an election 2020 news continuing. We have, and by the way, this warms my heart, as we know, President Trump stumps in Orange County for a private fundraiser in Newport Beach. Here we have President uh, Donald Trump makes an approximately two and a half hour visit to Orange County Sunday for an early afternoon private fundraiser with tech mogul Palmer, Lucky's, Newport Beach Estate. And uh, Casey, I guarantee you that uh, meeting probably was only 30 minutes. In the other two hours were, were, were Trump trying to find parking throughout Newport Beach. Oh, I mean, right. Let's just be honest here. That is a
1: serious problem. I'm so bummed that I did not know about this. I would have been there. I would have been camped out. I am so bummed that I did not know about this. but. I'm wondering if all of this enthusiasm for Trump as he went by his motorcade and their streets lined up with people, if he will possibly be doing a rally here sometime soon. Because there is a lot of enthusiasm for Trump, as we've seen all over the state. So I missed it, but it's really exciting to watch. I don't see that for Joe Biden.
0: Oh, are you saying Joe Biden can't uh, can't rally up anybody? And and Because I, I think he could. But oh, again, no. I'm completely lying to you because of this. Look at this. They have to now... What is this, fire intentionally set inside a ballot box in Baldwin Park? Now, Casey, this in California, why don't you explain uh, what exactly took place here?
1: Yeah, so these um, ballot boxes have kind of been set up all over the place. Um, They're saying that the GOP set them up, and now there's some battle going on um, with the legislation in California to get them taken out. Um, But here just kind of goes to show that this is why we need to be handing in our ballot exactly on the day when we need to vote, because this is what's going to happen. Um, it doesn't say exactly how many ballots were lost in that fire, um, but there goes your vote up in smoke. So that's unfortunate. Um, also, just in regards to ballots, is um, Pennsylvania had rejected 372,000 ballot applications, most of them sure. being duplicates. And uh, you know, just another, just another way that we're just showing that this system is not working uh, for us, and that just makes. Well, wonder we're gonna have I that.
0: Mean, I, on you can right. rush assured then all the Biden ballots were saved. I, I, you can rest assured if, if that's what you're worried about. They, they saved all the Biden ballots, and, and so we don't have to worry about that anymore. So I, I just want to say that. Um, They're
1: going to need everyone they can get, that's for sure. So.
0: Exactly. So that's what we're saying. Anyways, we will be right back. We're going to take this brief, brief uh, commercial break with some great retail, retail needs, real-deal retail needs, and uh, check it out. We'll be right back.
1: Um, just a quick reminder that the Halftime Report is sponsored by the Real Deal Media online shop where you can find all of your goods, uh, your Corona Palooza shirts, get your mugs, get them all while they're hot in time for Christmas. They'd be great gifts for all those people that just love the real news. Um, and again, you can get that at uh, realdealmedia.com forward slash shop. I wanted to touch on something um, just in regards to the CV-19, which I'm completely tired of hearing about. Um, the U.S. has reported more than 70,000 new coronavirus cases on Friday, making it the highest single day increase for the country since late July. What's a perfect time just weeks away from the election that we're going to start up in those cases and rolling back all the uh, all the openings and starting to restrict people because you obviously, you know, they want you to drop your ballot off, but then they're getting lit on fire and um, they're, uh, you know. We're losing them everywhere.
0: By the way, I'm sick of hearing about CV19 as well. In fact, I, I believe I was sick of hearing it all the way back in April. I think yeah, that was that, That's where I. That was my cutoff. You know, like the. Uh, it, it's kind of like hearing a, a song. Like, okay, it's catchy, and then the first hundred times you hear it, I'm like, okay, it's catchy. But by the millionth time you've heard it in a month, you're like, okay, I hate this song. I want this song killed. I want it done. I want it out of my life. That's how I feel about COVID-19.
1: I, I do too, and it's uh, interesting that you know this came out on Friday saying we have all these new cases, and then also a survey came out right after that saying that um, Americans plan to stockpile food this fall over fears of COVID-19 surge and election unrest. So there are concerns. There are about 52% of people plan to stockpile or already have begun to stockpile because they are worried about this COVID-19 surge. So you know, one news comes right on the heels of another, right? It's a problem, reaction, solution. Tell you the problem. Tell you how to react and of course they always have the solution to sell you in their back pocket just
0: right. interesting it's, numbers yeah it's the Galian dialectic for certain now here we have uh, we have international news coming up and i for one have been following this international situation here in canada very closely let me just tell you about it we have the federal government asking the courts to keep the canadian u.s pact alive to prevent the influx of refugee claimants. And uh, Casey, I want to bring you in here. You brought this to my attention. And uh, I, I'll tell you just a little background on people that don't know. There has always been a pact between the North American countries of U.S. Canada. So, for instance, back in the 1960s, if you didn't want to be drafted into the Vietnam War, well, you would run to Canada and uh, for safe harboring, because Canada didn't believe in that war, and that's where you would go. So now that seems to be at risk of being completely annexed. And uh, Casey, why don't you come in here and tell me all about it?
1: Uh, interesting timing again. I think that all this is happening on just the perfect timing. Uh, people were threatened since you know 2016 that they were going to leave the United States if Trump was elected, and it's funny that Canada kind of has a little bit of balls right here, and they're putting their foot down saying not coming to our border. So maybe we can kind of follow suit with them. But interesting timing, I must say.
0: Here it is so continuing. Here it is continuing under the bilateral agreement. Canada and the U.S. each recognize each recognize that other country as a safe place to seek protection. It lets Canada turn back potential refugees who arrive land ports of entry along Canadian and U.S. borders. And uh, it, again, it, it really shows that the asylum thing is going to come to an end when you realize just how infected Canada is with the Chinese Communist Party. And a party it is not. It is a uh, party like hell is a uh, air conditioning green room. It totally isn't. And I, for one, will not stand for these Trudeau-type people dictating to their own people and dictating to us that, how globalism is great. So let me just, you know, tell Trudeau, we know who you are. We know your, your M.O. But uh, in other news, continuing, we have Coronapalooza 2020. And here's something I thought is interesting. Well, you know, Normandy, 1944, facing almost certain death, you had all the troops, U.S. troops, running into the line of fire. Today, you have those same military-aged men, i use that loosely, here in 2020, facing a 99.9% survival rate, yet they're hiding behind their masks, they're hiding behind and under their covers. A picture you know says what? a thousand words.
1: Yeah, it does. You know what? And it's interesting is like these people here, and I said this from the very beginning of this, you know, scam-demic, um, that we would not even know what to do if something like that actually hit us. If we ha- were on a serious, something serious was going to happen because no one knows, no one's had to face this adversity before. So this is their, you know, normity, I guess you could say. They have no idea how to behave.
0: They do not. Here we go. Continuing. Here's our real deal weird news yes there are news items that are weird and definitely here is one and uh casey i'm gonna have you read this i'm, I'm actually having trouble uh and uh casey you brought this short to my attention and w- w- what's going on here
1: elite sex club planning black death themed halloween party after canceling orgies and the coronavirus yeah this is pretty sick um i've actually heard about these type of clubs in uh you oh. know the one oh. right here the Secret uh, Society. let me guess
0: a friend told you
1: ah right exactly always a friend right the Secret Society once promoted by Gwyneth Paltrow on her Goop Lifestyle website will apparently host the raunchy bash over Halloween. Um, just, you know, Hollywood's into some weird stuff. So um, it looks like they've been keeping a low profile since their return, testing the waters of hosting safely in this new world. So are they like coronavirus testing everybody at the door and just making sure like their nipples <laughs> Safety are Safety first. Yeah. yeah. Don't have coronavirus, come totally naked. That's fine. Uh, this is really <laughs> disturbing, really disturbing. <laughs> but, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow and that Hollywood um, Hollywood thing, I mean, I guess they're not worried about anything else except for coronavirus. And music. Well,
0: this is the same woman that has the fragrance from Goop. Yeah. That is why. the fragrance of uh, her lady, Lady Pond.
1: No, thank you. No <laughs> one's subscribing to that, Gwyneth. I don't know where you got that idea from. But, uh, yeah, like I said, they're not worried about catching anything except for the Rona.
0: Well, I mean, as they're telling you the safe word at the door, they might as well make sure that you're safe of the the COVID 1984. Yeah. And isn't that something? Here we have fan mail, and continuing uh, today we have Teresa Ayane says, "I think Casey Jones should be the next debate moderator." For a minute there, I thought she was going to say the next top uh, America's next top model or something. I, have to be I, was say, I was gonna say I, I think casey johnson i'm a cake model these days and she wants to be the the america's next cake model as well but anyways conti- continue and by the way you make a great cake model there's room for more uh steve bannon, or uncle tifa says steve bannon looks like ron jeremy with a mustache shaved off indeed he does a
1: little bit now that you
0: mentioned that yeah yeah he does or, or ron jeremy looks like uh steve bannon here we have michael axel i honestly is a quote i honestly don't think the average American really understands what the threat of uh, CCP is to the country. I agree. I don't think anyone has a remote clue whatsoever. Then we have Kate Man 10 says, why aren't you asking me, parentheses Trump, about the real deal? And my answer to that is the following, ask and you shall receive. Donald Trump, Hunter Biden's laptop is a disaster for all the entire Biden family, but especially for his father, Joe. It is now a proven fact and cannot be denied that all of that info is the real deal that makes it impossible for 50% or 10% Joe to ever assume the office of the president. And Casey, I'll tell you, uh, that is something special there. You know, that's I can count on one hand, it's about the third time Trump's mentioned this show and we do know he watches. So isn't that something?
1: I love that shout out. Thank you, number 45. We We definitely appreciate that. And I've heard him say it too on rallies, so. It's
0: always nice to yeah he he's definitely he uh, definitely was playing shocktober bingo <laughs> Saturday night in that wonderful SNL episode uh, continuing here uh, here we have well we want to say happy birthday to Hattie Vetta it's your birthday and your niece made you a cake of a gentleman that looks like me and uh, in fact I think it is me so that's always nice to see that people are enjoying a real deal report real deal media style birthday and then if you caught it last night, we had the spotlight with Casey Jones featuring a new episode with our very own Angie Blake. And uh, Casey, why don't you tell us about that?
1: Yeah, i um, like, I love to do these spotlight interviews and Angie was up this time and I got to learn a lot about her. I feel uh, she's a very down to earth person and you guys are really going to enjoy that. Just kind of getting to know her, especially if you know the work that she's um, been doing and she's got a lot of street cred. And I said it on there before, you guys, everyone on the show's got street cred now. We feel like the new kid at the lunch table. So it was a pleasure to talk to her. And hopefully we can all get together and really hang out one time and a time.
0: Yeah, Angie's a lot of fun. She's definitely a lot of fun to hang out with. And uh, I I did listen to that. And, you know, I'm a little afraid what her fantasy was. Was was it uh, causing people's pants to go on fire and burning them to the stake with a monkey on her shoulder dressed like Wonder Woman? I mean, the woman's kind of demented, but I like her.
1: Oh, it was great. Everybody should go check out that spotlight. So. Yeah,
0: that was disturbing. Uh, I thought, I, you know, you think you know somebody and then, you know, like, oh, my God, they have homicidal tendencies. <laughs> so that was uh, always shocking to me. And then in case you want to know where to find us, well, let me tell you, go to Kristen Megan, at Kristen Megan on, on the, uh, what is that thing called? The Instagram, the Twitter, and then you want to find Casey Jones. Uh, you have the Pillback Report on Instagram. You have the Pillback Report on Twitter. And then you know about the Mike Barrett official. He's all over YouTube. His PayPal, Dean uh, Ryan TV. And they, I really need a. We really need a new car. This looks like somebody did that uh, you know, when they're like passed out or something. And also too, you want to know where we are in case you can't find us. We're on Brighton. There you go. There. Uh, check that out. Can you see that? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're on Brighton.com. Real Deal Media. We. If YouTube takes me off or Mike off or any of us that's where we are we're all over brighton.com that's mike adams's uh platform and i'll tell you what i would want to be on someone i trust uh, a personal friend of mine too i'd rather be on that than some platform with uh, god knows who's running it so uh it's where i feel comfortable most casey and then we have brighteon social in case we get kicked off uh facebook or all the other ones here we are here we are on social. we have the real deal media and you know i try to keep up with that put some things you know it's bit time consuming with all these different platforms, but you got to do it. I understand that part. And we go to our final thought here. And uh, Casey, it's been a crazy past week. Uh, What are your final thoughts as we get closer here to uh, our D-Day here right in America on November 3rd?
1: Yeah, well, like I said, uh, Shocktober has not disappointed. Um, And just touching on that comment from the fan mail about the CCP does not, you know, people in America don't understand um, the CCP and how involved they are. Um, I think that is a really great comment, and it's true. If we would get Joe Biden in office, we would literally be um, becoming China. And so I think more people, we should be spreading the word on that, and more people should know how close we already are. I mean, how far we're in and how close it was really, really going to be if we didn't find this stuff out.
0: So it's a good one. Absolutely, and I, I really second uh, everything you and the viewers said. And uh, my final thought is, hey, you know what? I, uh, everything I've said has pretty much come to fruition about 98% accuracy here. Uh, if you're new to this, this real deal report was, to my knowledge, uh, for all intents and purposes, was the first real uh, newscast formed week one of this entire pandemic when everything locked down. And we have been the most effective newscast platform uh, uh, in this uh, 2020 pandemic era, and it and it's really screams to the rooftops when the president can see that and mentions it, and we know he watches behind the scenes. So uh, with that said, I want to thank everyone who has watched today's episode but has followed this entire experience with us. And with that, um, that's what we try to do Saturday Night Live. We we try to have fun with you, too, because if you get in the doom and gloom, you're going to lose yourself. And God knows I've lost myself um, more than I can count on one hand or two. So uh, if you did miss the new uh, SNL, please watch it with us uh, next few weeks because we're going to close the home stretch going into the election really hard. So for Casey Jones, I'm Dean Ryan saying thank you for watching and we'll see you next time. And we have something very special for you coming up. It is going to be the official music video of a uh, wonderful musical guest we had over the weekend, uh, Mr. Elton Barr, the official music video from Elton Barr that we're going to debut right here. We'll catch you next time. Enjoy.
2: Amen. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you.
0: Some digital applause for Attorney General Elton Barr singing uh, a monkey song. Maybe you could sing that song that you and Bernie Taupin wrote for Michael Jackson uh, Don't Let Your Song. Um, I don't know, Mike,
2: but uh, as of tonight, you're under investigation. <laughs>